Hello and welcome back to Doctor Quackers, and today we're reviewing Justice League: Throne of Atlantis. The film introduced Aquaman into the DCAU, following the previous team up of the superhero team, Justice League War. The Justice League doesn't really form up and work as a team. The only members that really work together are Cyborg and Shazam, both of them knowing each other outside of their superhero work. It's a character dynamic I enjoy because it's a pairing you don't really see. I like when writers experiment with new character interactions, and I like this one because, you know, they're both young, obviously, because Billy's a boy and Cyborg is, uh, you know, still in school. Fresh, I believe he's in college in this, in this one, but it's still young, so it works out relatively well. After nukes go missing from a submarine, Cyborg calls the team after discovering a possible threat in the depths of the ocean. This movie follows a lot of modern stories of the water dweller, having him being raised by his father, his human father, and only finding out his origins when Orm tries to kill him, or they try to have, they try to have him, uh, or be the king because Orm won't be a good king. So they're like, "Hey, Arthur, Aquaman, be our king." Uh, this follows Arthur after his father dies and is not taking it well. Orm and Black Manta have discovered him and are planning to kill him as a way of removing the possible threat to his throne after their mother dies. Orm plans to take the throne from his mother and take war to the surface. He plans for world domination and to be respected as the king of the world, using the fear of the surface dwellers causing global problems to grow a following of Atlanteans to his cause. Now, I am a fan of Aquaman, and it is a comic I like to read, which not many, not very many people will admit, but I like Aquaman. I, uh, I, I loved Greek mythology when I was a kid, and that uh, as a water dweller, as a duck who likes to be in water, it was kind of a cool idea to be able to, you know, control the water and everything else. It was a cool idea, and my favorite Greek god is Poseidon, and that's essentially what he is. Um, or Neptune, by the way you want to fucking call it, that's just the Roman version of Poseidon. Um, so yeah, that's part of the reason why I got super into the character, and uh, yeah, it's a comic I like to read. However, compared to the previous threat, it is definitely a lesser threat. I mean, the big bag for the team last time was Darkseid, and this time it's Ocean Master, a villain often defeated by Aquaman by himself on a number of occasions. So this movie buffs Orm and nerfs some of the members of the League, specifically the Flash and Superman. Both of them could easily overpower him, but it would ruin the stories like this, so you don't write the characters. Sometimes you gotta write the characters around the story. Sometimes you can't look at other stories of the same character and be like, well, why does it work this time and not here? Well, it's like, well, it's different writers, different story. And this story is supposed to be about Aquaman, not Superman or the Flash. So the focus should be on Aquaman overcoming the threat as a way to introduce him instead of, you know, the Flash, Superman, or even Wonder Woman saving his ass from it. Um, but I... I noticed that the most, and I know Superman has a weakness to magic, so before someone's like, he's a weakness to magic, it's still, like, <laughs> if this was a Superman story, this movie would be over in 10 minutes, okay? Um, <laughs> it just is what it is, and you know, the Flash could, is, is the Flash. If this was a Flash story, it would also be over in, like, 10 minutes, because he's a villain. The Ocean Master is really only a villain for certain power levels, to be honest. There is a moment where one Roman also almost seems to overpower Orm, but, you know, with, with, with the trident of Neptune, he's able to defeat her, but, yeah, I, I noticed the most with the Flash of Superman, like, why don't they just do that? And then I'm like, I have to remind myself, 
this isn't the story about this is supposed to be about them it's supposed to be about buffing aquaman so but it still is like how do we go from dark side to ocean master as if like the same level of threat to the world but you know that's just me the cast of the movie included matt La uh, ladder sorry lanter um jason omara nathan fillion sean astin christopher gorm J uh, jerry o'connell uh, Shamar Moore, Sam Witwer, Harry Lennox, Samali, Sam, Samali Montano. Hopefully, I, I pronounced that correctly. Uh, Serena and Serena Irwin. My favorite pro uh, vocal performances of the movie are Matt Lanter and uh, Nathan Fillion and Sam Witzer. Nathan Fillion is just the voice of Hal Jordan for me. When I read comics of the character. His is the voice I hear, just like when I hear Kevin Conroy's voice for Batman and Mark Hamill's for Joker. Um, yeah, he's he's the voice of, of Green Lantern for me. It's uh, it just is what it is. Uh, Sam Witwer and Matt Lanter put in put in great performances as Ocean, Ocean Master and Aquaman. It was funny watching the movie though because they're also the voice actors for Darth Maul and Anakin in Clone Wars. Uh, the only voice uh, I can't I can't really get behind is Superman. Uh, I'm not a fan of the performance of Jerry O'Connell as the Man of Tomorrow. I just, I just didn't like it. I don't like him as much. He doesn't have that same charm that the Superman from the previous animated, you know, series had. You know, Superman the animated series and the Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. It just doesn't work. But yeah, other than that, I, I do really enjoy Ocean Master and Aquaman in this movie, and obviously, you know, Hal Jordan and Batman's not bad, and everyone else. The only one that really sticks out to me that I don't enjoy is. It's mostly Superman and a little Shazam. He can be kind of annoying sometimes, um, but that's kind of part of the character, so it doesn't bother me as much as it does with Superman. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of funny listening to them in this movie because it just it just sounds like Anakin and Darth Maul are fighting. <laughs> so yeah, overall, I give this movie a six out of ten. I think it's a solidly above average comic book movie. Um, it's not my favorite story of Aquaman. I think some parts are a little rushed. Um, I don't really understand how arthur is able to fight as well as he does in this movie because there's a lot of points like even in the Aqu standalone aquaman movie it had moments where like you know arthur is being trained to fight with tridents and shit like that and he's just you know i mean he's knowing about his powers but the knowing about your powers and the ability to use them are different things um so I think some parts of Arthur's character is a little rushed. So a part of me kind of wishes this was just a standalone Aquaman film, which I get why they don't, because, you know, DC and Warner Brothers has to look at this as, like, what will make the most money? If we put Justice League on this movie, it'll most likely make more money if we just put, than just us putting Aquaman. And I, although they were technically wrong, because, you know, the first Aquaman movie actually was, like, the first... DCU EU movie that grossed a billion dollars or made a billion dollars. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but either way, I understand why they did that. But part of me just wish they just did a standalone Aquaman movie. It works better that way. But that's whatever. That's why it's a six. It's just it's it's still about slightly above average. I still enjoy the movie. Still had fun. Voice acting is good. Obviously, animation is good. Music's fine. Um, and the story overall is still decent. So. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I reviewed a bunch of other comic book movies. So if you're here for that kind of content, you can check that out. I've also reviewed all kinds of other movies, TV shows, and anime. So if you want to check that out, that's highly appreciated as well. Uh, you should also drop a follow on whatever app you're streaming through. 
that way notification when I post a review. So thank you, and I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend.